Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And your comply on the fly question of the week is, well, directly from a client, and I paraphrase a bit, we had two companies with common ownership. However, in June 2022, one of the companies was sold off to a separate entity, and therefore we are no longer part of a control group. As per the ACA requirements, Affordable Care Act requirements, we included both entities in determining whether or not we were over 50 full-time and full-time equivalents. Each entity separately now has 35 and 40 employees, respectively. What do we do for 2023? This is a somewhat complicated question because of the controlled group situation. However, it is also a good time to remind everyone that ACA, Shared Responsibility Compliance, for any given year is based off of employee numbers from the previous calendar year. So here in this question, we are being asked about 2023. So we'll have to look at each month in calendar year 2022 to determine whether or not these companies are required to adhere to the shared responsibility requirements in 2023. And of course, also report on 1094 and 1085Cs for 2023, which are completed in early 2024. Unfortunately for this employer, the months in 2022 that were spent in a controlled group must be considered and the combined number of employees must be counted. In this situation, the employer was in a controlled group from January through June of 2022 and then was a single entity from July through December. The employee counts from January through June would therefore include the full-time and full-time equivalent counts from the other employer as well. And from July through December, the employer would only count their own full-time and full-time equivalents. And remember, once all months are accounted for, the employer is required to divide by 12 to determine if the 50 full-time, full-time equivalent threshold is met. Higher numbers in the first part of the year may very well create a situation and that an employer that is under 50 on its own after an acquisition is still required to comply with the shared responsibility requirements in the upcoming year. And if this employer is subject to the shared responsibility requirements, it must still make offers to at least 95% of its full-time population and make sure the offers are affordable and valuable in order to avoid penalties for all of 2023. What follows would, of course, be the required reporting for 2023 as well. The good news is that if the employer stays under 50 for all months in 2023, then compliance would not be required in 2024. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. 
We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.